Please give me a few scientific papers that prove human emissions of carbon dioxide drive global warming. No one can show from the scientific literature that human emissions of carbon dioxide drive global warming. Climate change is too abstract for people to understand, but the coming water crisis is something that everybody will get on board with. From Malaysia to Mexico, from Sri Lanka to Singapore, privatization is on the move. They're restricting water supplies all over the planet. They've passed legislation to take pure aquifer water all over Canada, the U.S., England, Europe, you name it, and put it through a bunch of chemical processors to poison the living hell out of it, and to give it way more expensive pricing to then make the cost of water go up. Water has always been free in the UK. They live on a giant crystal clear aquifer. Now they're starting to charge for it. This is how they operate, ladies and gentlemen. One of the biggest experiments in water privatization has taken place in the UK. In 1989, the government sold off the entire water system of England and Wales to limited companies. More than 30 years later, that system is being criticized across the political spectrum. Chief executives have been awarded hefty pay packages, shareholders' generous dividends, and investment in infrastructure has not kept pace with population growth, leading to sewage flooding and pollution failures. Just 14% of rivers meet the minimum European standards for water quality, for example. The global government is failing. They create the crises or exacerbate the problems, poses the saviors. When problems arise in the Sahel, or even in Texas or anywhere else. It's not because something went wrong in that local area. It's because something is going wrong globally. Something went wrong globally. So we've got to address this at the global level. This is about investing in global common, the global commons for the common good of all. And that word common good is actually a radical word. Because in economics, we have notions of the public good, and it sounds good, because the second word is good, but it's really framed more as a correction for something the private sector is not doing. That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street, in our city, in our region, in our nation, and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems with, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water, every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, <laughs> you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really, in some ways, experimenting with this notion of the common good. Can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably? 
They're admitting they're bringing in global currencies that are already here, already running China. They tried it in Nigeria. Now it's massively backfired. They're pulling it out there. But it just devastates economies, but it consolidates power. Remember those headlines? Workers lost $3.7 trillion in earnings during the pandemic. The pandemic. World's billionaires get richer by $3.9 trillion during the pandemic, more than doubling their wealth. Yet in 2016, the House of Commons Public Accounts Committee found that Ofwat were too generous. And as a result, water companies made windfall gains of at least $1.2 billion between 2010 and 2015 from bills being higher than necessary. What happens in one part of the world ends up in another part of the world that's intrinsic to the climate crisis and water is intertwined with that climate crisis. And honestly, we have a common language on climate, but we don't have that on water. And that's, that's in my view, that is exactly uh, what we need to have in order to progress towards uh, a common goal. And so what's happening is the general public and people in the government and, and big talk show hosts across the board realize that they're being targeted too, no matter how rich and powerful you are. If you're not in the inner club, you're being targeted. And the globalists get blowback themselves. They get hurt by their own attacks. It's insane. It's satanic. It's crazy. Freedom of Information Act results have shown that the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists knew that the mRNA injections were commonly fatal to babies in the womb. And $11 million was spent to bribe OBGYNs to lie to pregnant women about the safety of the injections and convince them to get the shot. U.S. nursing home data clearly shows that the mRNA shots were killing the elderly. The mRNA shots are now causing cancer. The CDC admits at least 118,000 children have died suddenly in the USA since the rollout of the mRNA COVID vaccines. The actual count is likely much higher, and that was reported a year ago. Nothing has really changed. The historical mass murder continues, and the perpetrators remain free, pushing for round two and winning the Nobel Peace Prize. Their discovery led to a monumental medical breakthrough, but even they were surprised when they learned today they're receiving one of the world's most prestigious awards. The Nobel Prize in Medicine, the last thing a pair of scientists expected when the phone rang at 3.40 this morning. My husband picked up and he was talking to somebody and then he just handed over and said, this is for you. Did you believe it at first? Not really, you know, because, uh, you know, people can make jokes. I also thought it was a prank or, or an anti-vax joke or something. This has to be a prank. Some <laughs> some anti-vaxxer is, 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 you know, playing with us and, you know, th this can't be real. We wait and the press conference starts and it was real. We couldn't get funding. We couldn't get publications. We couldn't get really people to notice RNA as something interesting. It, it had failed clinical trials. 
and pretty much everybody gave up on it. I mean, everybody was skeptical, but we didn't care. Katie and I certainly didn't go into science for for money or for awards. We, we did it because of interest and curiosity. We've got clinical trials for seven vaccines going on right now. We've got work on uh, cancer vaccines, vaccines for autoimmune diseases, for allergies. We've got gene therapy moving into clinical development. We've got a variety of therapeutics. So, you know, it, it's already been going on for many years, and th- this has just given RNA the recognition. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot just oppose the globalists and operations. Yes, it's important to expose them, to track their criminal operations, their depopulation, their pedophilia, their satanic agenda. But we also need to then offer our own agenda or our own plan for the future. Now, unlike them, we're not going to make people via totalitarian systems follow our agenda, but we should promote an alternate agenda to what they're doing. So, in this book that came out in 2022, there came a number one Worldwide bestseller, The Great Reset and the War for the World. We lay out the enemy's own statements, their own plans. It is the blueprints to the Death Star. And that book is available signed or unsigned at InfoWarsStore.com. But now we're talking about the new book, The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. And that's what this book does. It is 400 pages long. I would say that 60% of it is the latest enemy operations and how they're operating and what makes them tick and how to stop them. But then 40% or so is what we can build, different ideas, different different systems to counter the dystopia that they are setting up. Now, we're going to send this to number one. You're going to send this to number one. They are so pissed about this book, they're already attacking it. But I want to encourage all of you to go to InfoWarsTore.com and get a signed copy that's a fundraiser to keep us on air and a historical memento. And also get unsigned copies to give to your friends, your family, and your neighbors. Because this book is a major piece of history. So let me go over some of what's in the book. We'll go ahead and go to an overhead shot and I'll show you the back of the book. A Tucker Carlson quote, a Bill Maher quote, a Joe Rogan quote, a Stephen K. Bannon quote, a Mickey Willis quote. And these quotes are absolutely dead on. Tucker Carlson says, Alex Jones is often mocked for his flamboyance. But the truth is, he's been far better guy to reality in recent years. In other words, a far better journalist than, say, NBC News. Bill Maher, Alex Jones gets to speak. Everybody gets to speak. Here's Joe Rogan. Alex Jones is one of the most misunderstood people in the world, and he's been right about a lot of SH-T. Stephen K. Bannon, for more than 20 years, no populist figure has been more of a bayonet in the back of the deep state than Alex Jones. Stephen K. Bannon, who also wrote the foreword to the book. 
Mickey Willis, award-winning documentary filmmaker, reaches hundreds of millions. Mainstream media is wrong the vast majority of the time, yet they are never held accountable. Alex Jones is right the vast majority of the time, and yet he is silenced and persecuted. The book, ladies and gentlemen, is unbelievable. And it was researched by the great researcher, Kent Heckenlively, who double-checked everything I said, who fact-checked it all. It has a big... Uh, document section in the back where we show you everywhere the sources come from. You need the Great Awakening, defeating the globalist and launching the next great renaissance today with the forward by Stephen K. Bannon. Let's go to a document camp shot and give people a first look at this book. There's the Great Awakening. And it goes into the chapters. Forward by Stephen Bannon, Bayonet to the Back of the Deep State. Chapter 1, The Threat of Artificial Intelligence. Chapter 2, Mao is in charge of the Democratic Party and political violence is bad except when it's directed at Alex Jones. Chapter 3, You're Being Modified Against Your Will. That's the GMO, Genetic Engineering. Chapter 4, They Want You to Be a Teenager on an Allowance and that's just the beginning, the social credit score, the ESGs. Chapter 5, The Eternal War of Tyrants. Chapter 6, The War Machine. Chapter 7, The Deep State Makes Its Move. Chapter 8, The Education of Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and others. That's the big inside baseball section. Very powerful. Chapter 9, Jeffrey Epstein. Rinfield of the globalists, Draculas, but even worse because they prey on their own children. They murder their own children and drink their blood. Totally proven. I name names. You cannot make this up. Chapter 10, The COVID Lies and Deception. Chapter 11, Selling Your Soul to Hollywood and the CIA. Chapter 12, Combat Tactics for Victory. Chapter 13, The Final Battle. Conclusion, How You Know You're Winning and More. The Great Awakening, exclusively available at InfoWarsTore.com. A piece of history, funding the resistance and getting a great tool to further empower yourself, inform yourself, and wake up friends, family, neighbors. Get your copy, signed or unsigned, right now at InfoWarsTore.com. And I thank you for all your support. We are all part of The Great Awakening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have been really doing research for this broadcast today, and I had a bunch of big developments happen right before I went live on air, so I heard some of those new, very powerful, informative, special reports, and that breakdown of the new book, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. The book is now available signed and unsigned at InfoWarsStore.com. It ships on the 20th. It is in our warehouse. Be the first to get it. It is powerful, and it's needed to keep us on air. Thank you so much for your support. All right, obviously we're going to get into the removal of Kevin McCarthy and how big a deal that is and why it's very positive, despite some of the naysayers out there that I understand. They say, well, what do we do next? Well, we don't do what we were doing before. Cry havoc and let loose the dogs of war, to quote William Shakespeare. Justice be done, may the heavens fall. And then we've got an incredible new interview with a uh, top historian with Tucker Carlson I want to get to that's so powerful, Mr. Hansen. And we've got just massive poison shot news, huge expansions of the second rollout of the COVID protocols, all confirmed. It's it's now official uh, and so much more today. Thank you for joining us on this October 4th, Wednesday, 2023 transmission. I'm Alex Jones. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, 
how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's the Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You know, I don't like to sit here and play long clips of other people's shows, but sometimes when something so true, so powerful, you have to do it. It's a 33-minute, 27-second interview with Victor Davis Hanson, one of the top historians in the country. And I'm going to air a big piece of it next segment. It's so dead on. And then I'll continue with all the news and information. But first, let's get into... Kevin McCarthy's ouster as the Speaker of the House yesterday, throwing the House into turmoil. Well, we were already going in a direction of him going back on every promise he made. And the people saw him, the Republicans that voted him in nine months ago, saw him doing record six-week vacations and stuff when he could have had one-week vacations, and that the Republicans have a limited two-year window to really prove themselves and unseat the Democrats. They could have cut funding to the Justice Department. They could have gone after the corrupt FBI that needs to be reformed or abolished. I don't think most FBI agents, from the word I hear, agree with that. I mean, it's the leadership's completely controlled. It's hijacked. It's compromised. It's captured. And so I really respect Matt Gates. They tried to set him up. It was all made up. He's been, of course, uh, validated and vindicated and uh, proven to be innocent. Of supposedly you know, a 17-year-old girl years ago and all the rest of this garbage. So I think he should be the speaker. Obviously, he's not going to get the votes for that, but he gave a big group of speeches to the media yesterday. I've got like 20 minutes of it. I've, all of it's powerful, but in so many of the interviews, they start with, aren't you a narcissist making it all about you? How dare you do this? McCarthy promised to do these things. He didn't do one of them. And so we gave McCarthy time. I said, let's see what he does. And he didn't do it. Nobody's going to deny that he's smart and capable, but he's been darling around with uh, Joe Biden. 
So he promises he's not going to seek re-election. I think Steve Scalise would be great. That's who Matt Gates and others are pushing. Very honorable man, almost killed by a leftist lunatic, shot him, trying to kill all those House members in the, in the Freedom Caucus. So I would say Steve Scalise. I, I think I was the first to say it, but others have been saying it before. Now it's everywhere. Uh, MTG supports it, many others. Trump could probably get elected. And under the Constitution, you don't need to have a speaker uh, that is even in Congress. So that's the wild card. Wouldn't it be great while he's being falsely charged and 91 in, uh, felony charges and four indictments and the rest of it, more coming, all these fake civil cases where judges are already finding him guilty. Wouldn't it be amazing uh, to put Trump in in the interim as a Speaker of the House? There's some question on whether you can run for the presidency while you're the acting Speaker, but it looks like you can. I, I, it's not a long shot. We should just push that draft Trump in, and the image of him as the Speaker with the gavel is just priceless bully pulpit. Uh, let's do it. Let's make that happen. Let's call the Republican members of Congress. That guys, get me the number to Congress, please. I, they change it from time to time. I'm not sure what the current number is. And let's put the current number to Congress to make sure it's the right one. They, 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 they shift it around. And let's, hell, I'll call Congress live on air today. And I'm going to ask to talk to uh, my closest Republican rep, Austin as a Democrat rep, but I'll uh, pick one in a, in a jurisdiction nearby. We'll, we'll call them live on air. Let's do that. Let's get Trump in there. This is the type of imaginative ace in the whole thing that we need to play right now. You got to have an ace in the hole. Little secret that nobody knows. Life is a gamble, game we all play. <laughs> so let's save those aces for a rainy day. You've got to have an ace in the hole. We got a lot of aces in the hole, but the globalists are steamrolling towards absolute tyranny. We got more top central bank globalists saying they're going to bring in central bank digital currency and track everything you buy, sell, and do to control you. I mean, it is just an incredible. Transmission lined up today. We also have a huge stack of news articles and video clips where from Texas to Pennsylvania, from California to Michigan, Illinois, to you name it, there are mass mandates in the public schools. So let's get that clip ready coming up. There's a bunch of clips. Little kids, hey, we're taking your mask off tomorrow. Yay! Yay! Oh! The brain damage, the bacterial pneumonia, the destruction of language, the depression of our children, and the monsters are right back doing it. We're totally vindicated. They're rolling it all out right now by piecemeal. But here's a clip of uh, Matt Gates. one of the clips we'll be playing today. If you were to move forward, if there were to be any kind of agreement, what would that look like and what would you need to see from the speaker at this moment? Well, I think the die is cast based on the motion I just filed. I think the time for that discussion would have been over the last several weeks. But instead, we, we saw the speaker continuing. To, I mean, the speaker did not just fail to remediate the breach of the agreement with the, he made with us in January. He accelerated the instances of breach. Like after I laid out the breach, he went and violated the 72 hour rule. After I laid out the breach, he violated the 100 million uh, no amendment suspension rule. So he, he seems to, to be reverting to the very unfortunate muscle memory of Washington, D.C. that has put our nation atop a $33 trillion debt that has led to you know, $2 trillion annual deficits in our near future and the rapid global de-dollarization of the economy. When you look at the BRICS system, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're moving away from the dollar. And just 
in August, they added six new countries, including G20 country, uh, economies in the Western Hemisphere and Gulf monarchies. Uh, moreover, you've see, you saw U.S. News say that the number one economic trend of 2023 is de-dollarization globally. This worries me. You all get all worked up that there's going to be some uncomfortable, chaotic moment that I'll feel pressure from conservatives or Democrats or whomever. I feel the judgment of history. I feel the weight of that. I worry that when the history books are written about this country going down, that my name is going to be on the board of directors here. And if this country's going down and if we're losing the dollar, I am going down fighting. And I don't care if that means fighting Republicans, Democrats, the Uniparty, the leadership, the PACs, the lobbyists. I've had it. I've been here seven years. We don't have a budget. We haven't had one since the mid-90s. I am through with it. I apologize for using that word, but the only path forward here is to have single subject spending bills that can be reviewed, amended, considered. And I think that is the responsible way that our legislatures all over this country operate for good reason. Mr. 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 How many Republicans do you have with you in the House? How do you respond to Kevin McCarthy's claim that this is payback for an ethics investigation? I am the most investigated man in the United States Congress. I have been cleared by the FBI, the DOJ, the Federal Elections Commission by a 5-0 vote. It seems that the Ethics Committee's interest in me waxes and wanes based on my relationship with the Speaker. I believe that Speaker McCarthy is trying to signal to the Ethics Committee to pursue me. When I gave my Sunday interviews yesterday, indicating that I intended to file this motion to vacate Speaker McCarthy, hours did not pass before Republicans and members of the Ethics Committee were backgrounding reporters that they wanted to expel me from the United States Congress for bringing a motion to vacate under the rules that we negotiated in January after Kevin McCarthy broke his word. They want to expel me for Congress from that. So uh, you know what? I'm built for the battle. I face down tougher than these folks, and I'll do it again. Mr. Gates, how many- On March 6th, 2001, Alex Jones first predicted the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center. You've got an element of the FBI and these war game scenarios where they can remote control a 747 and they're going to crash it into the World Trade Center. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. Bodies is... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Coming at you live. 50,000 unstoppable wives. Woo! 
Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. and viewers that hold me in position. Only you can keep us in attack formation. Only you can defeat the new world order. You are the resistance. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. I'm alive. You're alive. Breaking. Jim Jordan now running for speaker as Trump considers role. <laughs> I've been waiting for this a long time, my little green friend. 50,000. Unstoppable. And radio. Well, I got a lot I want to talk about, but when I see something so good, I got to step aside. Better look out. Tucker, episode 27. Donald Trump appeared in court today. But it wasn't a legal proceeding. And if you're a radio listener, you're not going to get to see the face of the judge when he sees the MSNBC camera. He literally mugs for it like he is in a Miss America pageant. Or he just scored the winning touchdown at the Super Bowl in sudden death overtime. He looks like he's having 15 orgasms. Just like when Bill Gates talks about people dying, he just starts getting real excited. By the way, there's that famous national baseball player. I meant to send the clip to the crew. I don't think I did. There's an article on InfoWars about it. We'll get to it next hour. And the, the woman said he raped her, attacked her. And then she bragged all her friends, hey, he's going to date me. I'm going to set him up and get all his money. And then she shot video of him in bed, laughing and giggling. And now that's got 80 million views today. So all the chickens are coming home to roost. Ex-MLB star Trevor Bauer exposes damning messages from the insta-ho 
who accused him of violent rape. Yep, it's all coming out because he didn't back down. He didn't roll over. She'll probably go to jail now. He got the text messages in the lawsuit where she said, I'm going to set his ass up. Then she shot video in bed with him while he was asleep, bragging about it. And the reason I'm going to play this clip is it shows the sociopathic, psychotic thing that's happened. And more, there used to be like maybe 1% of people was a psychotic, maybe 3% sociopath, but they're artificially creating them now. They think it's cute. They think it's funny to have no, no morals at all. But they always love to brag. You know, growing up, I'd see like cartoons and movies like Dr. No or Goldfinger where they got James Bond chained up. They're about to kill him. And then the villain brags and tells him the master plan. And I'm like, that's not how things would really work. I guess I'm not a villain because I was going to do something to somebody. I'm not going to tell them. I'm coming. You never know what hit you. But see, I'm not a villain. Villains love to monologue and tell you how smart they are and how criminal they are. And that's what they do. That's why we've got the globalists by the short hairs is because they bragged about every damn bit of their operation. Like we're animals that don't know. No, we've just been distracted and diverted in a trance. Once the trance is gone, once the spell is gone, once we're out of the deep sleep, now you're not facing a sleeping giant that you globalist Lilliputians, you Keeblers, can defeat. Now you're dealing with Godzilla going nuclear. In fact, cue that up. I'm not into cheesy movies and stuff, but I mean, it is a good metaphor for Godzilla gets hit with this weapon. He's about to die. He goes to down in his inner chamber in Atlantis to bathe in nuclear radiation, but it's not enough. So this Japanese hero detonates a hydrogen bomb to re-energize him. And then uh, Godzilla goes to battle Gamora in Tokyo and detonates. And that's exactly what I'm like and what you're like. All the stuff we've been through, we don't give up. We don't realize that that which doesn't kill us only makes us stronger. And then all these attacks, we can suck the energy in and then use it against the enemy. We're not engaged in black magic, but when they hit us with the energy... We can simply reflect it back at them. And that's what they can't deal with. And then we detonate. And nothing can stop us. Boom. Bye-bye. But we've got to understand that processes, that first we have to go through the fire. And at a certain point, their attacks literally get turned against them. The pit they prepare for us is the pit that will destroy them. Great job, crew, pulling that up in two seconds. This crew is unbelievable. I did not tell them I was going to say that. Okay, I'm impressed. Who's running the computer there? Who pulled that up in uh, 1.5 seconds? Because I've never, that, I mean, you would, if you were a gunslinger, you'd be the greatest gunslinger in history. I mean, <laughs> I'm impressed, okay? So, so let's go to an incredibly powerful few minutes of it. We're going to skip this break. The full thing is up on Infowars.com in the live show feed or it's going to be, we're posting it there right now. Tucker Carlson interviews top historian Victor Davis Hansen about the current situation. Let's play a few minutes of this and then come back into all the other news. If you've ever wondered why it's taken you so long to figure out what's happening now in American politics, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. 
it's hard for most Americans to comprehend the total dishonesty of American liberalism. Virtually nothing the liberal says is true. And the lies are not ordinary lies. The lies are so brazen, so aggressive and unending that it's difficult for a normal person to understand what's happening. 30 years ago, for example, liberals began to lecture us, softly at first and then in an increasingly high volume, about tolerance. How could you have known then that they planned, in fact, to usher in the most intolerant age in American history? They've done that now, but few people saw it coming. We shouldn't make the same mistake again. Liberals are now telling us they plan to protect American democracy, and that's the clearest possible sign that they intend to end it. 13 months from this week, the United States will hold a national election. In a democracy, citizens can vote for the candidate of their choice. That's not just a feature, it's the defining fact of the electoral system. The people rule. They can send anyone they want to Washington because they're in charge. But this year, in the name of protecting democracy, liberals have decided to strip Donald Trump's name from the ballot in states across the country. Trump is the front runner in the presidential race. He's currently beating Joe Biden in the polls. Yet liberals have decided that you should not be allowed to elect him president. That's not democracy. It's the opposite. It's totalitarianism. Just this morning, Donald Trump appeared in court in New York in a civil case brought by the state's attorney general that was designed explicitly to keep him out of the White House. That case is part of a larger legal barrage against Trump that so far includes a total of 91 felony counts, every one of them politically motivated. But today's civil case is especially absurd. In fact, it's hard to overstate its ridiculousness. In sum, Trump stands accused of inflating the value of collateral used to secure loans, loans that he has already paid back with interest. In other words, there is no injured party in this case. The biggest banks in the world assessed the risk and they made a profit, as they almost always do. Not a single person was defrauded. For this non-crime, Trump and his children are in the process of losing their homes and their businesses. Here's MSNBC's live coverage of the hearing today. And as you watch, pay special attention to the judge in the case, Arthur N. Gorin. And there you see President Trump, uh, the former president, I should say, next to his attorney. And that's Chris Kyes, who we expect to make the opening statements here. And then this, I, judge I guess, is uh, Judge Angoran. There he is, the judge, mugging like he's on stage in a middle school play, grinning, preening for the camera. Arthur and Gorin is thrilled to be on MSNBC. It's nauseating. This is not a legal proceeding. This is a grotesque parody of the system that our forefathers created, the fairest in the world, that in the years since has been seized by power worshipers like Arthur and Gorin. This is a dangerous moment. Without a legitimate legal system, people will no longer follow the law and the country will collapse. This is not about Trump. This is about preserving the United States of America. But Trump is at the center of the story. And so today, for an overview of what exactly the strategy to prevent Trump from running for president and to end our current system. Solution. We think that we're still playing within the same sidelines or parameters, and it's not. Everything's under negotiation, whether it's the Senate filibuster, the Electoral College, new states coming in, the size of the Supreme Court, voting IDs, uh, 
the genders, the foundational data of the United States, pronoun usage from the trivial to the existential, we're in the middle of a cultural, economic, political revolution. And I think we got to wake up. I mean, I, I suppose the danger is that if the average person decides that the system is illegitimate, it's not fair, it doesn't have any meaning beyond the political desires of the people administering it, then you know, what, present, what prevents the average person from resorting to violence? In other words, if you have no power, if your vote means nothing, if the system is BS, then you know, why don't you take up arms? Seriously. Well, two things I think have precluded that so far. One is I call it the monastery of the mind. A lot of people just say, you know what? I'm checking out. I don't, I don't want to watch the Oscars. I don't even know what the Tonys or Emmys yeah. are. I don't watch the NBA. I, I have nothing to do with Hollywood movies. I've just created my own reality. And the other is in the, under our federalist system, we're having millions of people. This is the greatest exodus diaspora we've ever seen in our history, where people are fleeing these blue states and blue cities to red states and they feel that I'm going to recreate America as I once understood it without having anything to do. And so far, that's kept us, that's kept us sort of viable, but they, for them, that's not enough. It's never enough to have 2 million illegal entrants or 3 million. They've got to have 8 or 9 or 10. It's not enough that Joe Biden is corrupt. It's not enough that he's non-compos mentes. It's not enough that his agenda doesn't make sense. He's got to, you've got to accept more and more of him. And I think they keep pushing the envelope and these safety valves that I just mentioned, I don't know if they're going to be enough already. But right now, I think there's one last effort on the part of conservatives are going to say, you know what, we're going to speak up as we've never spoken up before. We're, not, we're going to go after Target. We're going to go after Disney. We're going to say that we're going to go after the three gender movement and we're going to try to win this election. We're going to try to win the House. We're going to try to rep win the representative. We just have to unite behind. And we'll see if that works. I'm really afraid. Everybody says democracy is in danger. But I think if they feel that they have the majority of the people, and I think the majority of the people are uh, against this progressive uh, Jacobin agenda, and they still can't find power, then we're going to be in new territory. We're in new territory right, now. Stop it right there. And so there are legitimate... Back it up 10 seconds. This Jacobin revolution. Now, he's one of the top recognized historians worldwide. And, and what have I been telling you for 20 years we're up against? We're up against Jacobins. People say, what's a Jacobin? Well, you should look it up. Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Illuminati in Bavaria, in 1776 to counter George Washington. George Washington wrote letters about this. He was a top Mason. And he said, there's a satanic group taking over the Masons. This is in his national letters. Just type in George Washington letters on the Illuminati uh, into search engine. You'll be at the National Archives. There's dozens of them. It's incredible. His you know, photo scans of his handwritten letters. Even got like moth holes eaten in it. It's 200 plus years old, 240 years old. And Masons aren't bad. It's that they've been used to take over. I'm not going to get into defense of the Masons. I'm not a Mason. I've just studied history. You didn't get in college in Greece or Babylon or Egypt 3,000, 4,000 years ago. 
if you were just a common person. You had to go to a mystery school where they taught alchemy, the beginnings of science, but also a lot of uh, ancient religions and ideas. They taught you all of them. And then Solomon was trained by that. He's the wisest man that ever lived, the Bible says, King David's son. And that's what the, the Jewish mysticism comes out of, European mysticism, all the studies of magic, the occult, which just means hidden. And Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Illuminati, this is mainline history books, he founded the group that created the French Revolution and the Jacobins. They wanted a nine-day work week, no families, transgenderism. Uh, they wanted to cut children's penises off. You might have heard of all this. You might have seen this a little bit before because you're up against Jacobins. And that's what they are. You heard of the Red Terror and Lenin. Karl Marx, you know, came 100 years later. It's all a copy of the French Revolution and the Illuminati, which do not eliminate. Christ eliminates. Open freedom eliminates. They call themselves the illuminated ones because Lucifer was the light bearer that people couldn't look at God in heaven, so he would he would basically be a mirror that God shone on. You could see a mirror image that was lesser. Yeah, so there's George Washington to William Russell, September 28, 1798, on the Illuminati. So we're up against the Illuminati, according to our founder, George Washington, according to Victor Davis Hanson. And that's what you're up against. They want total order destroyed to bring in an absolute dictatorship on the ashes. And Napoleon was brought in by them on the ashes of that. So out of their great reset that destroys the existing civilization, they bring in the ultimate tyrant that they control. They fear tyrants they don't control. And I'm not lionizing tyrants. The tyrant definition, again, has multi-meanings. In modern parlance, nomenclature, vernacular, it, it means a horrible oppressive system, a horrible oppressive leader. Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Xi Jinping, Justin Trudeau. But in the Greek sense, it was a powerful leader that takes over with the support of the people. That's the ancient definition. The globalists fear a tyrannous or a terrible one who is of the people against the elite. So I'm not selling tyranny here. I'm simply getting into the actual definitions historically of what it means to the globalist. A tyrant is one thing versus what we see a tyrant as. Different, different creatures. But a tyranny of a ruling uh, aristocracy, an oligarchy, a Platoian model is what we're under today. And Plato was a eugenicist, the founder of eugenics. And the whole Malthusian system picked up thousands of years later by Sir Thomas Malthus, Galton, Wedgwood, Huxley, and others. Darwin. So those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. And, and we are here promoting a Americana Renaissance Christian revolution, not a forced conversion, but of by example, to be Christ-like. The most successful settlements in Africa are where blacks have adopted Christianity. Incredibly so. You, you go to Africa, you get black people to become Christian and actually follow it, they're just as successful as European. Europeans were living in caves and huts and killing each other till they got Christianity, just like Africans. We acted just like Africans today. You can go, look at those savages. Well, we were, till we got Jesus. Yes, how does Jeffrey Dahmer do all these terrible things? He's, well, he's got the devil in him. 
out of all these black people, out attacking white people, doing terrible things. They got the devil in them, folks. It's not the color of their skin. It's the spirit in their heart. And that's the reality of what we're facing. And that's what this book, now available at InfoWarsTore.com, signed or unsigned, The Great Reset. The fundraisers, the signed copy. I want to thank those that did get signed copies. Start shipping the 20th. It's in the warehouse right now. This is this book's like 200 pages longer than the last book, and it is riveting, and it is unbelievable. And it is a battle plan, not just to expose the globals, but for victory. InfoWarsTore.com. Separately, today is the last day to get bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, real red pill plus, and DNA force plus, all incredible products that literally energize your cells, clean out your blood and body. Everybody should be on this 40% off. The sale has to end today. The trifecta sale at InfoWarsStore.com. Vitamin Fusion is amazing as well. It's the foundation you need for all this to work properly. Tastes great, all natural. It's back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Tumor Formula, 40% off. That sale on the Trifecta sale, Unleashing Your Potential with the InfoWars Trifecta Pack, ends tomorrow morning. Vitamin Mineral Fusion will continue on in sale. And, of course, InfoWars Platinum, the HGH Max Boost, the 1776 Testosterone Boost, and the Pain MD are all discounted as well, finally, back in stock, and that makes this dog hunt. Plus, they're really incredible products. I was sitting there because I went for like an eight-mile hike this weekend and had been in the gym a lot, so I lifted weights really hard, and I'm strong, and I should take more care. Like, I shouldn't do, you know, leg press at 500 pounds eight times just because I can, and I hurt my knee. And Sunday, my wife goes, why don't you take your turmeric formula? she sold on it. It's better than the one she buys at the store. Like, You're right. I took four of them. And the next day, my right knee doesn't hurt. Pretty simple. So body's ultimate turmeric formula, ladies and gentlemen. Infowarsstore.com, 4% off right now on the Trifecta sale. All right, we're going to start hour number two. We're going to get into everything. It's going to be an incredible transmission. The globalists hope you don't listen to, hope you don't watch, and they sure as hell hope you don't share it. We'll be right back. Hour number two, straight ahead, my patriots. Last year, we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. have to unite behind and we'll see if that works I'm really afraid everybody says democracy is in danger but I think if 
they feel that they have the majority of the people, and I think the majority of the people are uh, against this progressive uh, Jacobin agenda, and they still can't find power, then we're going to be in new territory. We're in new territory now. And so there are legitimate efforts to rectify the, and stop this madness, and let's see what happens in 2024. But I don't think it works anymore just to migrate to a red state or to drop out of the popular culture. You've got to get control of the political apparatus of the country through elections. And, if, and your worry is legitimate. If you can't do it through fair elections, then what do you do? So I think this election, I know everybody says that, that each election is paramount. But this one is very important because we're in the middle of a revolution, and it's our only avenue to a counter-revolution to return to normality. What, what would you say to the people who stopped paying their cable bill and moved to Florida and feel like everything's fine because their neighborhood is fine? Why is that a bad strategy, dropping out and moving? Because they can find you. And by that I mean Florida or Tennessee or living in Texas is a great advantage than living in California or Michigan or Oregon or Washington or Maryland. But eventually the federal government is not satisfied to leave you alone. And so when you go on your Google search, it will be calibrated by an algorithm to make sure that you have results that don't represent reality. And we're in a federal system where we have $33 trillion in debt, and there's only three ways to get out of it. You either have to inflate all of our currency, which we're trying to do, I suppose, or we're going to have to appropriate capital, which they've talked about, you know, giving credit to Social Security years by taking 401k money, or you're going to have to renounce the debt, and that's going to affect all of us. And I don't need to mention that a lot of this crime is going across state lines, and you can be in red state Texas, and the federal government can say you can't protect the Texas border, or maybe it can redefine the American border as the border with Oklahoma and tell it Texas. You're not sending your illegals northward, but you're not going to be able to stop them coming into your state because we've targeted you for radical demographic change. So it's a stopgap stop gap sanctuary, but it shouldn't lull us into the idea that, that it's a solution. The solution is to take back the Congress, to ensure the Supreme Court is a traditional Supreme Court, and to win the presidency. But unfortunately, the Republican Party, which we all look to, I don't look to it very much anymore, has lost seven out of the last eight popular votes, hasn't won 51% since George H.W. Bush did it by bringing in Lee Atwater in 1988. And then we decided we don't want to ever win that way again. It was too ugly, they thought. So they, I guess the idea in the national level is to win, uh, to lose nobly and, and never to win ugly. But we've got to change that attitude because we're dealing with people that are not democratic liberals in the way that we used to define them as Bill Clinton or Harry Truman or JFK. This is a new generation of, as I said, Jacobins. And they believe that any means necessary are justified morally to achieve their morally superior aims. What, what, what happens if Democrats win the presidency in 2024? If they win the presidency, that means they'll keep the Senate and they'll probably take back the House. And then I would expect that we would see another 10 or 15 million uh, illegal immigrants come across the border and uh, 
there would be efforts to confine those immigrants from going to northern cities. They would stop them somehow. I would assume that we would, uh, we would probably have advisors in Ukraine and that would, be, uh, that would be charitable. I think people really do want to in intervene in Ukraine with U.S. manpower. I would assume that what we see in the big cities crime-wise would extend, but it would also in extend in the civil, the civil sphere as we see with Donald Trump. By the that way, Biden's also- announced he's going to keep the illegals in Texas. This is already happening. We'll be right back. Stay with us. to an Infowars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. All right, we're now into hour number two of this live Wednesday, October 4th, 2023 transmission. I am your host, Alex Jones. Mark Moreno, former top Republican advisor to the Senate on the whole globalist takeover plan, one of the top visionaries out there laying this out decades ago, will be joining us coming up in about 25 minutes from now. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene supporting Trump to be Speaker of the House. will explain constitutionally how that can happen. She'll be joining us coming up in about an hour and 25 minutes from now. Kate Daly hosts the fourth hour. Again, I'm your host, Alex Jones. We've got confirmed rollout of the new COVID protocols. They now admit. I have the newscast, the clips, the articles. But yeah, we're bringing COVID back. Bloomberg, AP, Reuters, local TV stations. It's just, it's here. So without having a debate about it, we're like, oh, no, we're not bringing it back. We're just bringing back the vaccine mandates, the contact tracing, the mask for the kids in the schools, all of it. I'm going to hit that coming up next segment. But I got to tell you, I really admire Matt Gates and his courage because that's the type of person they'll kill. They've already tried to put him in prison. McCarthy lied about everything he said he'd do. And as I said months ago, and as you said, it's been a popular thing, but I was the first yesterday to say it, right as McCarthy was voted out, uh, speakership. I went on Owen's show at 3 p.m. Central. Owen Troyer, soon to be political prisoner in our wonderful free country for free speech. Just look no further than right in my own office how bad it is, how bad these people are. And I said, we should nominate Trump to speakership. Boom. Everybody else was already about to say it as well. So great minds think alike. Uh, we've got all of that going on. But Matt Gates is sitting there being questioned by a gaggle of hundreds of reporters or I guess a swarm of gaggles, less than 100. And they're like, oh, you're a narcissist. It's all about you. No, it's all about the truth. And we, I said yesterday he will be nominated. And he has now been nominated by a bunch of members of Congress. That is very, very exciting. Story in the videos up on band.video and infowars.com. But MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene will be joining us coming up at 1.30 Central. So I guess that's technically about an hour and 40 something minutes from now. So be sure and watch for that and share that because that's how we reach new people. You're informed. You're awake. Let's awake. Let's awaken other people or fully awaken other people that are really primed and ready right now. Uh, The harvest of minds is here to empower them and unlock them, but only you can carry the ball down the field. So here's uh, Matt Gaetz with uh, more on why he did what he did. To reporters outside the Capitol right now. Gates, if not McCarthy, then analyze the House of Representatives today. To whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. 
Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, we are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. So if not Kevin McCarthy, then who? Then who? You said last night that Steve Scalise was a name that you floated to potentially be speaker. Where do things stand right now? If not McCarthy, then who? Well, uh, you know, the stages of grief, I think, are uh, in progress right now now with some of my colleagues. I think there was a stage of denial, and I've certainly experienced a good amount of their anger, and now we appear to be headed toward bargaining. I think the world of Steve Scalise, I think he'd make a phenomenal speaker. We've got less than 45. I'm afraid of $33 trillion in debt crushing the working people in my district. I'm afraid of the dollar losing its status as the global reserve currency. If they want to expel me, let me know when they have the Has vote. Has anyone talked less than 45 days left before we, Sorry, go we've got less than 45 days left mm -hmm. before you have to pass a budget, which mm -hmm. is something that you've been wanting to do. Doesn't this just completely paralyze the House? I mean, we could see 15 more rounds. I don't think we will. Uh, I think Kevin McCarthy should take a hint. After 15 ballots to become speaker, after eight months of a failed speakership, and after removal uh, in this historic manner, I think we should move on and find somebody else. What's paralyzed the House of Representatives has been the failure of Speaker McCarthy. What paralyzed the House of Representatives was not taking up appropriations bills. We left for a six-week vacation while the appropriations process hung in the balance. And because I forced these people to take a few votes, you think I'm paralyzing the House of Representatives? I think the House of Representatives has been paralyzed for the last several decades as we've refused to pass a budget and as we've governed by continuing resolution and omnibus bill. So I think that this represents the ripping off of the Band-Aid, and that's what we need to do to get back on track. How do you pass anything if 200 Republicans... How do you pass anything... to your colleagues? who argue you don't have another name right now. You don't have someone else who could get 218 votes. What do you tell those people? Well, I would tell them that for certain, Kevin McCarthy can't get 218 votes, so let's try the next person. How do you pass something? There would have to be a, a real meeting of the minds there. Patrick Gates, how do you pass something if there's sorry, 200, if if there's 200 Republicans? Else, I was another question. Are you going to ask for uh, a guarantee from whoever is the, or, uh, floated as a candidate for the next speaker for them to actually move the appropriations process along in a speed that satisfies you? Yes. Congressman, at this point... Sir, will you be putting yourself forward for the speakership? Absolutely not. I have no desire to be Speaker of the House. How do you pass, Congressman, with, with all due respect, how do you pass something if you don't have 200 Republicans behind you? I know we've already asked about names, but what about Emmer and others? I think the world to Tom Emmer. He'd make a great speaker. Congressman, are you going to... Have you spoken with Scalise? Have you spoken with Emmer? Uh, I've spoken with them, but I'll probably keep our conversations between us. Congressman, you take this speaker. Ben, what was going through your head when the vote gaveled down and it was official McCarthy wasn't speaker? Just, we we got to move to the next step. You know, we, we are not at the end of this process, okay? At, at most, we're approaching halftime. Uh, we've got to be able to assemble 
a governing coalition. We have to build from a place of trust. The reason Kevin McCarthy went down today is because nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy has made multiple contradictory promises and when they all came due, he lost he lost votes of people who maybe don't even ideologically agree with me on everything. Take, for example, my colleague from South Carolina, Ms. Mace. She's she has different views than I do on a variety of subjects. But what we had in common, Kevin McCarthy lied to but all of us. Hold on a second. You're, yeah. talking, you're saying that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy, but you're talking about, including yourself, about seven Republicans compared to about 200 and, and, and about, you know, some odd Republicans who actually do trust him. So can you... Kind of explain that here. Well, as it turns out, getting 200 Republicans to trust you isn't enough to stay speaker. Compared to seven Republicans. At this point, have you spoken to former President Trump about this since the ousting? Was he supportive of the of what you were doing? Uh, I have spoken to President Trump over the last several days. The ousting only occurred several minutes ago, so we haven't spoken during that. President Trump, though, put on he put on Truth Social that he didn't think this was a good idea. He didn't want to see Republicans fighting with other Republicans. How do you respond to that? Let's stop right there. Go to break. Come back with more of this. Look, 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 here's the deal. Things are broken. Things are out of control. McCarthy's a liar. Is there a perfect path forward? No, but we can't sit here always doing the same thing. And we've just demonstrated the power of the people. And whoever the next speaker is will know that and will remove he or she if they don't do the right thing. They don't even read the bills since the mid-1990s. It's a joke. We're $33 trillion in debt. The globalist banks that run the country right now are positioning us to be Zimbabwe or Venezuela. This is their plan. What did Klaus Schwab say? What did Maury Strong say? They said to bring in the world government, America has to be brought down to a lower status because they don't want people aspiring to be a first world country. They want to make us a third world country. And that's what they're doing. And they know exactly what they're doing. So let's stop being naive. This is bold This is the right thing to do. Let's get on the offense and let's start bringing votes up to defund the Justice Department and the FBI and Jack Smith and the rest of the U.N. prosecutors. That's the power of the purse and a check and balance. Where is the Supreme Court? Trump paid his loans on time or before. And they say Mar-a-Lago's worth $18 million when a vacant lot of two acres just sold for $50 million two weeks ago. I mean, it's it's crap, folks. It's all lies. It's all BS. And and let's call it for what it is and just stop rolling over because we're scared of the corporate media the Democratic Party controls. The corporate media is a joke. To be attacked by the corporate media is to be endorsed by the people. They're done. They're over. They're a house of cards. They're a paper tiger. They're a facade. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438.
Hey everybody, confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. talk about experts of experts in fighting the new world order Mark Moreno is the top of the pyramid he'll be joining us next segment so a few weeks ago Kevin McCarthy tweeted at Congressman Matt Gates and said if you want to remove me as speaker bring it well last night Matt Gates tweeted back at him I just brought it Jim Jordan to run for house speaker that's good news so many big articles up on Infowars.com. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the poison shots. Look at these headlines. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN. Philly public schools revive mask mandate for students after winter break. Oh. It's all being pushed. Horizon brings back mask rules for hospitals ahead of expected COVID increase. Companies are doing it. Health order requires SLO County health workers be vaccinated or masked. October 4, 2023. That's today. Uptick in New York's COVID deaths last month. COVID mask mandates. Restrictions return. Yahoo News. 21 hospitals, health systems bring back mask policies in one state alone. 50 infected New York hospital COVID outbreak. Mask mandates return. New Jersey hospitals bring back mask mandate amid recent spike. Yeah, right. And it goes on. Hospitals across the country, colleges across the country, businesses across the country, CVPH reinstates universal masking. Told you, starting in September, going into October. Our face mask coming back. The experts want you to know. Guys, you have that clip of the, of the little kids cheering just a year and a half ago. They were going to take the mask off. And here they are doing it again with all the neurological problems, all the development problems, all the depression. Now, crank up the audio. Start it over. Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore. A giant exercise in abusive mind control, they admit, caused massive suicide, huge cases all over the Western world of bacterial pneumonia. 
developmental issues, and starting now, the masks go back on. No, that's not true. That's impossible. Can we queue up Luke Skywalker to Darth Vader? Search your feelings. You know it to be true. That's not true. That's impossible. No, Luke, you will wear the mask. You will take the shot. But it doesn't protect me. It makes me sick. You will take the shots. Luke, Bill Gates needs to kill you. You've not yet begun to discover how important depopulating you is. All over the country, Baylor, college, got to wear a mask, got to have the shot. It's here. You think I just made that up? But talked about TSA's uh, whistleblower two weeks ago, and they said, yeah, they told us it was coming down in a month, but it didn't because they don't want to give the world that. Oh, Alex Jones was right about the TSA. They literally held back on that, but rolled everything else out. Imagine how powerful with you, the listeners, and our guests, and this whole operation is that they told them the memo was coming down. You saw out of uh, British Columbia and other states, other provinces of Canada, Europe's doing it. They're bringing back the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates. They're trying it here. They're now announcing healthcare workers across Canada. But same thing in Australia. They're trying it again. But the public's bucking it. You're saying, no, we didn't just sit here and take the rollout of this thing, we said, no, 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 no. And I get it. A couple months ago, I'm like, they're planning on rolling it all back out incrementally, accelerating in the next year to try to have mail-in ballots again. And people were literally like Luke Skywalker saying, that's not true. That's impossible. Come on, famous Empire Strikes Back. Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker scene in Cloud City. You guys can. The guys found the Godzilla clip in like a second and a half, but now they can't find that clip. But but that's that's what this is like, ladies and gentlemen. People cannot believe after the scam you've been through together that they're doing it again. Well, you're awake. A lot of people aren't, and so they're not going to get all of us. But there are a lot of people who will go take the quote booster, the fifth, sixth booster, the fifth, the sixth, the sixth. Yeah, go ahead and crank the audio up. Here it is. Come back next segment with like a three-minute clip of that for Mark Moreno or, or get it ready now. But I mean, look, you think I'm going to get up here and say they're about to roll it all out and like pull it out of my ass? Even though I know this TSA source for 20-something years and they're high level, I personally know them just from separate stuff in life. And they called me about this and I met with them and then I made other phone calls. And then they started rolling it out. I mean, I don't make stuff up. So don't let them gaslight you and say, there's no new COVID restrictions. You see what the White House has said. The press secretary, she's like, well, it never went away. It's always been like this. This is just the way it is. 
Really, is it the way it always was? So why did the children, play that clip again, get so happy when they heard the abusive mass that the evil leftist cult in between trying to cut their genitals off wants to make them do? Here it is. Started from the start. Hear the teacher. Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore. Starting tomorrow, the masks go back on and more poison shots. Get ready for heart attacks, my little sweeties. If we can't cut your genitals off or rape you, we're going to give you a poison shot. Is everybody excited? Meanwhile, illegal aliens don't have to take the shots. The border's wide open. They're mass smuggling children drugged on fentanyl. Many of them are dying, but it's okay because it's liberal, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Moreno's coming up. We're going to go to break. Don't forget, we need your support. Plus, it's an amazing book. Why wouldn't you want to have The Rebel Book? The book written by the guy, the globalist fear, number two. I'm, I'm, I'm El Segundo after Trump. This is the great awakening, defeating the globalist and launching the next great renaissance. It's hundreds of pages longer than the last book. It is jam-packed. It is a must-read. Adrenochrome, Satanism, the New World Order, their mindset, how to counter them, how to defeat them, AI, Mark of the Beast, the New World Order, Forever Wars, Inside Baseball. It is the Great Awakening, InfoWarsStore.com or 888 You can buy it at Amazon, says number one, that's great, but we barely get any money from that. You get it at InfoWars Store, it funds the operation. Get a signed or unsigned copy right now at InfoWarsStore.com. The Great Awakening. And we've now discounted way down the number one bestseller, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Both books now available, InfoWarsStore.com. And I thank you for your support. Take action now, 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 So many now. people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Mark Moreno, the top expert on the New World Order, is about to join us live. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. You are beaten. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. Escape. 
Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! No! No, you're not bringing back the attempts at lockdowns, but they are. We've been vindicated all over the place. Mass mandates, force injection mandates from Texas to New York, from Washington State to Illinois. The public has not been caught flat-footed. Well, we cannot have a better guest. Former chief advisor, Republican Senate, the leading expert on the whole globalist Great Reset New World Order plan. Nobody's been out there more than Mark Moreno, myself, and Lord Christopher Monkton exposing that he's got his best-selling book, The Great Reset, Globalist Elites, and the Permanent Lockdown. And for the next 45 minutes, he joins us. We're very blessed. He come on. He is always knocking it out of the park, but he has been slaying it on Fox and everywhere else. So, Mark, I know you're a busy man. Great to have you here. Where do you want to start? I mean, wow, are we not vindicated to UN global treaties to take over our bodies, UN censorship treaties, banning beef, you will eat the bugs, synthetic meat, California trying to ban classic cars, trying to ban anything that uses natural gas, wood, uh, gas stoves, generators. I mean, it is just a full-on assault while all these third-world countries like China and Mexico make zero cuts. I mean, we are in the new world order now. We are. I mean, people say, oh, the Great Reset is a conspiracy theory. Well, one thing, and I know you know this, you don't even need anonymous sources, secret documents. Everything they're doing is out in the open. In my book, in my talks, in my presentations, reports, I use all open source BBC, corporate media, the UN's own words, the World Economic Forum's own words, the World Health Organization's own words. Nothing they're doing is uh, essentially hidden. This is all out in the open. In fact, I bet your only problem was you had too much to put in the book because that's been my own problem. Yes. Exactly. I mean, you end up with hundreds of footnotes and pages. and I mean, I, I think 80 pages, 90 pages of just footnotes. And here's the thing. This is very, in a very nutshell what this is and what, what's really happened since the COVID lockdowns in uh, March of 2020. The entire ruling class elite, your Harvard, your Yale, your Oxford, your academia, your government you know, elite bureaucrats, your uh, senators, congressmen, the presidents and parliamentarians, all lusted after one party Chinese rule. And in my book, I go back Decades from Tom Friedman praising China's one party rule as, quote, the enlightened dictatorship and how they can get things done on climate. David Rockefeller, quote, Justin Trudeau. Oh, dictatorships yes, are so good. On. Yes. 
Yeah, Justin Trudeau, basic admiration for China's dictatorship. Christina Figueres, the UN climate chief. So in a nutshell, you have Apple CEO uh, Tim Cook saying that he that Apple and China's values are aligned beautifully on climate. You have Jennifer Granholm, you have Obama administration officials, you have Klaus Schwab, you have the UN secretary, all praising China, specifically the one party rule. You have the UN climate chief, Figueres saying that U.S. democracy was detrimental. So in the context of the Great Reset, here it is in one sentence, Alex. I've tried to simplify this. March of 2020 literally turned the once free West into one party Chinese authoritarian rule. It's that simple. It was Donald Trump's greatest blunder. In fact, I would argue the day Donald Trump signed the COVID emergency declaration, he literally ended his presidency. Done, kaput, finished. We now know that Deborah Burks and Anthony Fauci brag about how they duped Donald Trump into the 10 days to flatten the curve. That was, yeah, but once that happened, every state governor and mayor became a dictator overnight. The most consequential decisions of our lifetime outside of war were handed were over to the UN. And you're right. I love Trump, but he yes. will not yes. say he was wrong. He's starting to a little bit, yes. but that is the fly in the ointment. That's the turd in the punch bowl. Yes, and he ended his presidency then. That allowed the mail-in the mail balloting. It allowed the whole, you know, all the censorship. It allowed the crushing of the economy. He had one of the greatest economies in 50 years. He truly did. Lowest black, Hispanic unemployment. But he wanted to be all a savior and save people. He believed the medical yes. system. He didn't know it was captured. Well, I think instinctively he was always against it, but he just, you know, the fact that Anthony Fauci never got fired by Donald Trump. Anyway, I don't want to get in. That's not really what I'm here to get to get too much you're into. Being honest, you're thing. being honest that Trump sunk us and himself. Yeah, and the lowest point of his presidency was Larry Kudlow, top economic advisor, went on CNBC, and this is in my book. He was asked in April, I think it was like third week of April 2020, when are we going to open up the, the U.S. economy again? And Donald Trump, the most conservative U.S. president, at least since Ronald Reagan, uh, his advisor, Donald Trump's advisor, Larry Kudlow, said on live TV, I don't know when the economy is going to open up. That's up to the uh, the medical doctors. Here, that was it. That was our moment. So he handed it over to a group of U.N. Bill Gates globalist doctors yes. making it a medical dictatorship. Unelected. So Trump advocated his presidency to them at that point. Yeah. Trump's top economic advisor basically saying we don't know. The, not the government, the economy is going to open. Our freedoms are back. It's up to the doctors. Let me, add, let me add. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And so what ended up happening, so in a nutshell, March of 2020 turned the one Street West into one party Chinese. Well, so the most consequential decision, church closures, school closures, work closures, stay at home orders, canceling of uh, medical procedures, backyard barbecues, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, it opened the door to all of that. Not a single ounce of democracy was applied to any of that. And what do you think the climate activists thought? Did they say, oh my God, you know, this is bad, we did, we, this has gone too far? No. Jamie Orgolis, Teen Vogue magazine. If we can shut down the world for a virus, we can do the same for climate. John Kerry actually said the parallels between COVID and climate are screaming at us. And from Next then is on, climate. That's what they said. Next is climate lockdowns. Yes. Yes. And so we know that happened. So in a nutshell, that's what happened. Now, there's always been throughout history. In my book, I quote a BBC historian who says since the Thousands of years go back to the Roman Republic. Its descent into an empire was due to the abuse of emergency power. 
If you go through the Middle Ages, centralization of power was through abuse of emergency power. Hitler's rise to power and consolidation of power in the 1930s was due to the abuse of emergency power. George probably now, you know, I would say argue he's worse than Joe Biden or, and President Obama for what he did with the Patriot Act and with the 9-11 emergency declarations and our loss of liberties. His presidency paved the way for the Biden administration to declare angry parents at school board meetings fighting transgender ideology and critical race and COVID theater masking and, and other COVID theater to be called declared uh, uh, domestic terrorists. So George W. Bush, we're still living under that 9-11 emergency well, declaration. Right. First, it was take your rights to fight the Russians, then take your rights to fight the Muslims, and then now take your rights because yeah. you're an American patriot. So you're the expert no more than I do, and few do. I'm, I'm just saying this. It's true. I totally respect you. Back up, and I'll give you the floor after this. 35,000-foot sure. view. How is it going for the globalists? It seems to me like they're getting a lot done, but it's waking people up fast. A lot of leaders are opposing them. No, it's actually true. Uh, they're the, the red pilling. And here's I'll give you an example of the greatest red pill of this decade. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now, he's got a lot of issues. I love censorship. I love him on the world health. I love him on Bill Gates. I love him on uh, free speech and going after public health uh, tyranny. You know, he's got a lot of problems when it comes to some other environmental issues. But on climate, here's what he did. I interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 2014. He told me that he wanted to jail energy CEOs at The Hague with three square meals and a cot. He wanted to jail politicians. That's right. You got the famous totalitarian clip where he said arrest yes. energy officials. Yes. Now he says the environmental movement's a power grab to starve people and create a new uh, feudalism. He's come a long way. He has. In fact, he goes further. He says, I will not talk about climate during this campaign. I will not try to convince you about climate change. I It, 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 it doesn't work anyway. That you know, And he got, went on to say... Climate change has been hijacked by the World Economic Forum and the United Nations for totalitarian control of society. But on that stage could have adopted Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s position. And by the so way, Mark, I'm going to shut up because you're so smart, but I got to say this. I think you sure. think your external mic is on, the one on your lapel. I don't think it is. When you when you hit the table, it's cutting out three, four seconds of what you say. That's why I've been cutting okay. in to give it time to come back. So maybe during a break, we'll fix that. Your audio sounds great, by the way. It's just that... When you hit the table, it's cutting you out. Go ahead. I got rid of the mic, so hopefully that's gone now. Uh, I got I, from the computer. No, no, no. Okay. It, it got worse. It's fine. It's live. It's live radio TV. Everybody loves it. Go back to the lapel mic. We're not sure what the problem is. We'll break in 15 minutes. We'll fix it. Put the lapel mic back on. It got worse. Okay. Uh, no big deal. We're live. Okay. It's the beauty of science. It's what people love this. It's not, a, it's not a problem. It's just that when you hit the table, five seconds cuts out. Start over. I'm going to put a sock in my mouth and shut up. You're just so dead on. Keep going. <laughs> Anyway, so I think you're right, though. People are waking conspiracy reality, but this is happening now. It's not something that could, might, may happen five or 10 years. We're watching the intentional collapse, Alex, of our energy, our freedom of movement, our plentiful food supply, and our free speech, all simultaneously. And here's the kicker without a single vote of democracy. And that now you go back to the energy that uh, you could argue that had some democracy because we were lied to solar and wind is so much cheaper. and We're going to have this utopian vision and all these politicians were elected. So some of that was implemented. But when it comes to let's start with the collapse of our transportation. Governor Newsom does an executive order banning gas powered cars. The um, California unelected air resources board comes up with a timetable to get rid of it. About 17 states have a trigger law, including my home state of Virginia. Now with a Republican governor who's powerless to stop it because there's a Democrat Senate here. 
So we have these trigger laws. The Biden administration loves it so much. They're now implementing this through the EPA. Everything I just mentioned is completely unelected. It gets worse. And I've, I've done a deep dive into what they've done with gas powered car bans. We now talk about it. Why are they cutting off all the energy? But meanwhile, if you're an electric car company in Missouri, yes. then you get a coal power plant. Exactly. Yeah, they're backing these up with diesel generators. Carbon diesel for me, power. not that's for thee. Yes. And that's a whole nother thing. But I'm, I'm focusing right now on the democracy of this. So you have Nick Bank meeting, the former head of the World Bank, telling automakers that they're not going to be able to fund gas powered cars. Then you have corporate banks led by a corporate bank in Australia saying they're not going to give out car loans to people who buy gas powered cars. Then you have Colorado cities in California and in, and in uh, Colorado and California cities banning the creation of new gas stations. So if you can still buy a gas powered car, uh, if you still own one in 10 or 15 years, you're not going to be you're going to have gas station rationing and shortages. All of that I just mentioned was never done. Congress never voted on a gas-powered car ban. Even the California legislator never voted on a gas-powered car ban. This is just like COVID. Then you move forward and you look at what they're doing in agriculture. We saw what happened in Sri Lanka, the collapse, the overrunning of the presidential palace as they banned basically plentiful food supply with these draconian measures. The prime minister, uh, who's a student of the World Economic Forum in Netherlands, Prime Minister Mark Rudd, imposed upon, with the judges, the legal system help, the net zero rules on their farmers, ten, up to 10,000 family-run generational farms gonna be shut down, replaced with either no farming to create food shortages, the number one food producer in Europe, by the way, in the Netherlands. And I wanna get to the Netherlands, but we don't have to wait for Netherlands and Ireland banning the cows. What about Sri Lanka? That, that was fast. That's right, and Sri Lanka, they did it, and they collapsed the entire country. They haven't recovered yet. The whole presidential palace, as you're showing there, was overrun. The peasants, as they were, the unwashed masses had had enough. And so what happened was, the, uh, the, in, the, in all these places, the Netherlands, they fought back. They have a, a coalition, a governing party with the farmers, but they were going to be replaced by these family-owned farms, by equity asset, Bill Gates-style billionaire run, or Chinese farms. Then you have this exporting to China, uh, Australia, where we have people saying they're decimating the net zero climate rules, decimating Australian farming. They're going to, to um, Canada. And guess what? John Kerry in July of this year announces that U.S. agriculture, by the way, agriculture has been around thousands of years. Suddenly in 2023, it's not sustainable. The earth can't handle it anymore. It has to be top-down central plan. John Kerry going after fertilizer, going after methane emissions from cows. They're going after high yield agriculture, which is plentiful food, and they're going after meat eating. A part of this, again, no vote of Congress on any of this. So on, as part of this, Bill Gates, according to NBC News, now America's single largest farmland owner, China, a close second buying up land. What is Bill Gates' stated agenda? He told MIT Technology Review that he wants the entire Western world eating synthetic beef. That's the fake vegetable oil processed. But it, more importantly, it includes he and Richard Branson, two billionaire investment in the lab grown meat grown in, in a Petri dish from stem cells from a cow, sheep, or pig mixed with fetal blood in a steel vat festered for months without eyes, without a brain, without bone structure. We're talking an amorphous blob. Think Kevin McCarthy's moot, not Kevin, not the current Kevin McCarthy, but the 1950s sci-fi starring actor Kevin McCarthy, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. They're growing meat pods in a laboratory that then the World Economic Forum brags you can then get this lab-grown meat and print it on a 3D printer 
10 kilograms an hour, whatever the number was. And you're going to add all sorts of additives. And, and by the texture. way, Mark, let me just interrupt you since you raised this. I've been good for five minutes and you're riveting. They're using immortal stem cell lines in some of the artificial chicken and beef from Henrietta Lacks, who had these immortal cells that literally like the blob ate her in a few weeks in the 50s to then grow it in these vats. So it's actually cancer cells they're using yes. to grow this. Can't make this up. I mean, who can make that up? Yeah, and one of the ideas, that in order to make this profitable, because it's not profitable, that's why you need billionaire investments, they need to replicate this meat and make it grow. So they're trying to come up with the fastest way to replicate cells. So you get the most aggressive cancer cells ever. Yes, that's one of the fears of this. They haven't tested this, but guess what? Jeez, but let's United just slow States down. Let's just stop. Let's just stop. They're growing many of these with the most aggressive cancer cells ever seen. They're going to feed you cancer cells. What could go wrong? Exactly. And here's what else could go wrong. Well, here's what else is going wrong. Because Bill Gates and Richard Branson are behind it, the United States Department of Agriculture, FDA, they've already approved it now. They're starting with chicken. It's already been approved for human consumption. Heretofore, never approved before. The, the lab-grown meat is one. Then, of course, you have the insect eating. The insect eating, World Economic Forum, UN, have been pushing this for decades. You can, I mean, they really want to but and now they've made their move. It's everywhere. Eat the bugs. It's wonderful. They're yeah. they're already putting it in a lot of products. They are, and the, you know, and God bless uh, Georgia Maloney in Italy, the prime minister. She said absolutely no to the insects. She said Italian pasta will not be made with mealworm powder. They're the only ones I'm aware of in Europe fighting back against this agenda. But it's insidious throughout Europe and particularly Australia. A thousand school systems have. The activists come in with these cricket-based chips, and they look like a potato chip. They're grease, salt. You would never know it's made from cricket-milled flour. But it's a psyop, Alex. They give the kids these crickets. The kids eat them, and they're told, and this is in the article, to, quote, pester their parents that insects taste great and are delicious. So hey, they let's go further. It, so they're not just trying to turn them into transgenders or cut their testicles off. They're <laughs> trying to feed them toxic chitin. What about the studies that the bug exoskeletons are highly toxic? Highly toxic and a much higher allergy rate they're finding than even things like peanuts and shellfish. So that's another thing. But hey, they're being approved for you. So somehow these billionaire investors, I don't know how it works, Alex. This may have never happened in U.S. history. They're forcing, they're juicing the skids. So the U.S. government just seems to be approving all of this, rubber stamping the insects, rubber stamping the lab-grown meat. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Look, 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 it, it, it's a revolution. They're launching their globalist elite transhumanist agenda right now. Is that accurate? Absolutely. It is. It's exactly what's happening. So that's on the food part. Now, yeah, I've mentioned transportation. I, I don't hear something you may not know. The medical is having their medical treatment is being intentionally rationed for net zero. American Cancer Society came out in 2020, literally in a the carbon footprint of cancer care. And they're telling doctors they need to somehow come up with new ways to treat that aren't, that lower the carbon footprint of your chemotherapy or whatever cancer treatment you're getting. Now, would you go to a doctor that- uh, Mark, that? Mark, 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 stay there. We're going to do 30 more minutes the next hour. Yeah. Let's slow down. You are the leading expert, hands down. You're telling us what's going on. I want to talk about what they're doing, how we counter it, the general politics, your view next hour. But stop, because I read your book okay. two weeks ago. I ordered it. My book is called The Great Reset. It's excellent in general knowledge. It has like 10% of the same stuff that you cover, but you've got 90% I didn't hit. Everybody needs to get Mark Moreno's The Great Reset. Absolutely critical. Tell us about the book. Well, thank you. Yeah, and by the way, I read your book too and really enjoyed it. You, 
actually went through a very intellectual, historical perspective of it. What I did, I did a completely different take on the Great Reset. No, you just gave all the data. Yes, I went at it and I said, I looked at it this way, and this is what I do in my presentations. I want to tell the average person who's not following, has no history of looking back at the New World Order or, uh, you know, Roosevelt's uh, New Deal. Yeah, this was Great Reset for Dummies. Yes, if you want to put it that way. So what I do, and that's what I'm saying, I used the mainstream sources of information so that I would never want to cite even a, a blog. I want to say, this is what the Washington Post said. This is what BBC said. This is what the UN says. This is what the World Health. And so I, so I, I hit people. And so by I the way, I learned whole- a lot from your book and I'm immersed 15 hours a day. So your book is preeminent. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate that because I really tried to make a resource reference that's a fun, easy read. I opened the book with a quote from Rod Sterling of The Twilight Zone. Uh, talking about this is our future only if we allow it. And it's about a dystopian world. And I go lay out everything from the from you will own nothing, how the equity asset firms, even things like Coke and Pepsi, you think they're two competing companies. At their core, when stripped away, they're actually owned by the same essentially equity asset firms. I go through and show how real estate is now being gobbled up by equity asset, how we're going to be all turned into renters. It's a form of neo-feudalism. I go through the history of Anthony Fauci, of Bill Gates, Bill Gates being the number one funder of the World Health Organization. Mark Moreno, stay there. And, of course, give people the best website for you, climatedepot.com, on Twitter, Climate Depot. Mark Moreno is the leading expert. Lord Moncton's still there, super expert, but... Pause, I retired. Uh, uh, Mark Moreno is the man. We have the man exposing the enemy's main plan for control. Hour number three is two minutes away. Tell everybody you know, tune in now, 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 now. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. This is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now.